Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown with three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown. You get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at Wilmington and beaches vacation.com. This NFL Divisional Round Player Props edition of the NFL Propcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. And we're also brought to you by Cut. Cut is a peer-to-peer social betting platform that's U.S.-based and available in 40 states. Head to cut.com, that's K-U-T-T.com, and use promo code SGPN for a 10% bonus. And we're also brought to you by the SGPN Merch Store. 15% off of everything when you use promo code PLAYOFF. Welcome, everyone, to the NFL PropCast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Friday, January the 19th, currently 2.35 on the East Coast. Here to get into our NFL Divisional Round Player Props for the NFL Weekend here. And joining me, got all the sharp betters here with me. Apparently, I'm not needed anymore because these guys absolutely crushed it last week, but I'm just here to fill a seat. But... Joining me first, you guys know him as the king of the motorsports world, one of the hardest working men in the sports betting industry. It's Rod Gomez. Rod, what's going on, my man? How you doing? You will always be needed, Munaf, because <laughs> I, I guarantee you between hosting all the shows that I host, sometimes just sitting in this seat is perfect. So I, I <laughs> will always be needed. But yeah, it was a great week last week, and I'm excited to get to another one. Plus, I'm excited to watch my Niners actually play this week. So let's go. Yeah, when the lights shine the brightest, uh, at least for the first weekend, we have definitely stepped up to the plate and knocked it out of the park. But also, the man that crushed it last week with Rod Gomez, also one of the hardest, hardest working men in the sports betting industry. It's Crispy Cabin. Chris, what's going on, brother? How you doing? What's up, you know? What's up, Rod? Uh, excited to be here again. Like me and Rod talked about last week, man, we got meaningful football. I feel like, you know, because the NFL season is a lot shorter than the NBA, you do got to play every game like it's, you know, your proverbial last, but uh, you know, this is when the, you know, when the, when the rubber hits the road, you know, the, you lose and you go home. So we get to, uh, you know, really bet on the spots that we absolutely love. And I'm excited to be able to, you know, give out my analysis and uh, hopefully me and the, the whole game, we can continue to cash. I'm, I'm excited to, to get into it. Let's do it. Yeah. I think uh, last week, when we swept the uh, best bets, I sent one in last week with Stafford over on, his um, passing yards, that one got to the window. Uh, Rod, what was your best bet from last week? Uh, I believe my best bet was the uh, Gibbs, right? The Gibbs under. I, I, I didn't have it uh, written down, but I think Gibbs under 52 and a half was my my best bet. So, Because um, I couldn't make the Njoku one my best bet. So I, I think I made the Gibbs one. Chris, what did you have as your best bet last week? I know we all swept the board, though. Uh, Travis Swift. I mean, uh, uh Travis Kelsey. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> over on his uh pat on his receiving yards. You know, thinking that that whole narrative was over, and yeah, he got there uh pretty easily for me last week. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, it was a great start for the playoffs. Still a lot of uh, football left here. Meaningful football, like you guys mentioned here. Divisional round kicking off this uh, weekend. Should be a lot of fun again, as usual, as we find out who gets to the conference championships, gentlemen. So let's just dive right into it. You guys know how we do it here on the podcast. Give you three player props each. Give you our touchdown um, prop bets, uh, best bets, and then we'll wrap it up with a prize picks entry for the uh, divisional round here. So, uh, Rod, don't you lead us off, man. Player prop number one, my friend. What do you got? All right, well, let's start off with your Houston Texans who are continuing their historic run into the offseason. They got a tough matchup this week. That's kind of the, you know, we definitely know that for sure. But I I think C.J. Stroud, I like his passing touchdowns number at one and a half. I'm going to take the over on that one because it wouldn't be me if I didn't take the over. Uh, Plus 154 on the over for uh, C.J. Stroud to get his, his over one and a half passing touchdowns. I will say, again, this is a very tough, Baltimore Ravens defense. I understand that they only allowed one touchdown pass to Mason Rudolph last week, but that was Mason Rudolph. Uh, they gave up two to Tua the uh, week before that. Only one to Brock or Sam Darnold, uh, unfortunately for the Niners. Uh, Travis or Tra- Trevor Lawrence only got one against them, uh, but Stafford's touched him up for three. I mean, they've they've pretty much. I don't know. They they performed so well, but C.J. Stroud is just killing it right now. He's he's a man on a mission. When you look back at what he's done uh, over the last few weeks, three touchdown passes against Cleveland last week, two to close out the season against Indianapolis. He only had one against Tennessee, um, and he didn't have any against the Jets. But here's the thing, right? C.J. Stroud's playing like with house money at this point, if we're going to use a gambling. Uh, so he's going to be able to throw it all over the place. And the reason why I think this is going to get done over the air as tough as the Ravens are against the pass, they're even tougher against the rush. They're not even allowing an average of one rushing touchdown a game uh, this season so far against their opponents. So, I mean, I, I know it's fun to watch the Texans run the ball, but this has got to be CJ Stroud. And I think, uh, I think he's going to have to get it done with his arm. So give me the over one and a half passing touchdowns for CJ Stroud. Yeah, I mean, from your mouth to the gambling gods' ears here, because I think the Texans are uh, they're in a tough spot here. I mean, there's no question, like you mentioned, again, going up against the number one seed uh, in the AFC. And, you know, I hate using the term playing with house money, but it seems like that's what they're pretty much doing because, I mean, I'll be honest, I didn't have the expectation of this team, not let alone getting to the playoffs or even winning this division, but here we are. And it's been led by C.J. Stroud, like you mentioned. I think So I think that if the Texans are going to have any success on the offensive side in this game, it's going to be have to be on the shoulders of C.J. Stroud to get at least – um, a couple passing touchdowns here. It's really at plus money at plus one fifty four. Uh, you know you can't uh, take that away from the season that uh, CJ Stroud is having. It's gonna be tough, like you mentioned, going up against his Baltimore Ravens defense. Um, but again, is it in the realm of possibility for CJ Stroud? Absolutely, I, I can uh, definitely uh, back you up on that one. Chris, any thoughts on CJ Stroud here? Yeah, I think uh, Rod, 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 he laid it out perfectly. I do think that if you guys have a chance, you know, it's gonna be because of the magic of CJ Stroud, and that's what we've seen throughout the season. He's carried you guys throughout this point in uh you know it's the magic with that guy you know this yeah. <laughs> your, your your quarterback is um you know better than the last 10 that my my uh, commanders have had and uh you know it's only his rookie season i'm a big big fan of cj stride and i think that like Rod said if he if it's gonna happen one of the things i looked at as well right is that uh you know it's gonna be on the back of cj stride it won't be because of the rushing attack here you know which actually yeah. correlates right with uh you know right into segues right into one of my player props if you don't mind yeah go ahead i'll jump straight into it so yeah. It, it, it court, court, totally correlated, right? I'm on Singletary. Uh, last week, I was on his over for rush attempts. This was one, the one bet that I did not hit. But I think it's under in, in this game, under 16 and a half. And it's a little juice. I don't mind playing it at 15 and a half either. But I think, 
you know, we kind of segued it, right? If this if this game is going, if you guys are going to have a chance, I think currently, you know, if you guys are nine and a half point road dogs in this spot, yep. Baltimore, you know, rested. Uh, you know, they they are they just do a, such a good job of making teams one dimensional. Um, they've actually been one of the top rushing defenses, as as Rod kind of mentioned all season. I mentioned that they're rested. They're also at home. They're allowing um, less than twenty five uh, rushes per game, which is actually the seven fewest. Right, so teams aren't necessarily running the ball that often anyway. Like I said, they make teams one-dimensional. And also, I think the other thing that I, that I t- kind of took into consideration is they dominate time of possession, right? This team uh, is, is have, have, uh, you know, has the ball over 51% of the time of the game, which is the, the ninth most out of all teams. They're slow, methodical drives, right? We see, you know, chunk plays here, chunk plays there. But Baltimore runs the ball. Um, very symbolic, you know, of like, uh, you know, like the New York Knicks in the NBA, right? They just not, not the greatest offense, but they can score the ball. They're going to play defense no matter what. And I think that's what we see um, in this game. Uh, looking at Singletary, I mentioned he went under in this last game. He did have 24 rush, rushing attempts against Indianapolis. But outside of that game, I mean, he's under in, in five of his last, well, I'm sorry, seven of his last nine games under this uh, rushing attempt total of 16 and a half. So I do think that you know, you guys may try to establish the run. D'Amico Ryan's is not going to just give up on it, but I do think yeah. it'll be difficult uh, for him. And and if you do, guys do get down in this game, as the you know the point spread kind of indicates, then I do think you guys could potentially abandon the run in this spot. Uh, maybe just some checkdowns, right? Like maybe just some screen plays, but I don't think he'll get to 17 rush attempts. So a little juice, minus 140. Couldn't talk anybody off the 15 and a half, just playing the under there, uh, you know, for, for a little more value. But give me Singletary under 16 and a half rush attempts here. Yeah, look, uh, what you mentioned at before you started the handicap, it's correlated, right? That if this, the Texans are going to have success in this game, it's going to have to be on the shoulders of CJ Stroud. And we know how good this defense have been uh, for the Baltimore Ravens all season long. And I think that I don't want to say the juice has ran out for say, uh, Devin Singletary, but this is a very, very difficult matchup for the Houston Texans. And again, this Ravens team is the number one seed for a reason, right? You have pretty much the MVP Lamar Jackson of the season, uh, on this roster, but more importantly, we're not really talking about the defense. I know Rod is making a face there, at least odds wise. Rod, uh, Lamar Jackson is a front runner. Uh, I know Brock Purdy has uh, some uh, something to do with that as well. But uh, I mean, yeah, you're right. I think that 16 and a half. This number seems a little too high for Devin Singletary, especially by going by game script. That this being a nine and a half point uh, spread in favor of the Ravens is asked out of a, a possession. So I think they will have to be throwing the football here. Uh, will the uh, Houston Texans with C.J. Stroud? Um, all right, for my first player prop here, guys, I'm also going to go with a quarterback prop here. I'm going to go over to that game between the Chiefs and the um, Bills, and I'm looking at Josh Allen in this spot. Um, uh, Rod, you took C.S. Stroud uh, over on his one-and-a-half passing touchdown. I'm going to take Josh Allen over one-and-a-half passing touchdowns. Ed. Look, I think this is possibly maybe the most important game for Josh Allen, and I think probably for Sean McDermott's coaching job here going up against the Chiefs because we've seen it over the past several seasons that they just haven't been able to get over the hump against the Kansas City Chiefs have the Buffalo Bills. But you take a look at the eight career games, including the playoffs um, against the Chiefs for Josh Allen. He's gone. Uh, he's thrown for at least two passing touchdowns in seven of those eight games, including the uh, including the playoffs. And I expect uh, Allen, the offense, to continue throwing the football here. I know a lot has not been talked about how good or actually how great this Chiefs defense has been, but I think it's really going to have to be on the shoulders of Josh Allen here 
to uh, find the end zone with his receivers, whether it is um, obviously Stephon Diggs, whether it is Dawson Knox, whether it is Dalton Kincaid, um, you know, whether it is with, you know, some of their other guys. I know Gabe, Gabe Davis missed the game last week and he was absolutely pivotal last year um, in the game for the Bills. But I think right now this number is a little bit conservative for Josh Allen. It is at even money. Uh, plus 100 right now for him to get two passing touchdowns. Again, like I mentioned, since he's done it in seven out of eight career games, including the playoffs against the Kansas City Chiefs, I think he definitely get this done again. And again, this is going to be the first road playoff game for Patrick Mahomes going into Buffalo as well. So again, you know it's going to be a ruckus environment. So I'm expecting Josh Allen to step up in a big way here to get me at least two passing touchdowns here, Rod. Any thoughts on that? So, I mean, Josh Allen is at home for the first time in yeah. the playoffs, right? Yeah. I mean, that that's a big deal. Well, I mean, against, against the Chiefs. The Chiefs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's a big deal. So, you know that he's going to be fired up. And as much as, as he's probably a threat to get a rushing touchdown in there as well, um, I think you're right. I think he's going to open it up. I think he's going to need to to do that against the Chiefs. And and look, the Chiefs aren't stopping anybody anymore. Like, who's scared of the Chiefs defense right now? It's not nobody, right? And at yeah. least of all, Josh Allen. So, yeah, two... Um, three may be pushing it, but I think two's well within his realm of possibility. Chris, any thoughts on Josh Allen? It's a step-up spot. I think that's the biggest thing for me, right? Like <clears throat> Patrick Mahomes and this Kansas City Chief, Andy Reid, Travis Kelsey, they've dominated this division. They dominated the league, <laughs> their dynasty already. And, uh, you know, Josh Allen is at a point in his career where, you know, he's been before. It's a chance for him to step up and really show that, you know, he he can contend as well. And, um uh, I think, you know, the the home field advantage is big in this game. And I think if they're going to move the ball, it's definitely going to be through the air. So I couldn't talk you off. I, I, I love that you're getting it at, at uh, you know, even money here as well. You know? All right. Before we get into our next round of player props here, let me tell everyone about DraftKings Sportsbook. DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, is bringing you an offer that will help make the playoffs electrifying. New customers can bet five bucks on any game and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Just talked about the Texans game and the Ravens game. You know, I'm going to be a homer. I'm going to get uh, put a little bit down on the Texans money line. We've seen crazier things happen, uh, but I get I got to be a homer and get on the Texans money line. Um, download the uh, DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code SGP. New customers can bet just five bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code SGP. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. Connecticut help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please pay responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resorts in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. CDKNG.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. All right, gentlemen, let's keep it the ball rolling here. Let's get into round two of our player props here. Uh, uh, Chris, why don't you lose off this time with your second player prop for the day? So I am, I just, I know, so I, I want to preface by saying this. There, there's weather that's supposed to be impacting the forecast. Uh, some heavy, heavy snow expected to be in Buffalo. And I know there's other quarterbacks you can bet on, but I, I feel so inclined to continue to bet on Patrick Mahomes. Back is up against the wall. Uh, I can't, I can't, and I know I went with running back prop first because it, it was just the perfect segue for Rob, but I can't yeah. I can't go against Patrick Mahomes here. Passing the yards is is what I'm looking at specifically. Uh, 252 and a half, uh, not, not that much juice, just minus 114. Definitely shop around, see if you can, you know, see where you can find a better number. But I think, 
Mahomes, you know, on the road in this spot, somewhere that he's he's typically not because they always win, you know, the division, the conference, the every everything that you can possibly win is what they always win. But you know, in three of his four career games versus Buffalo, he's actually over the number. Uh, so that's you know that that leads me to say that you know he can continue to continue to play well against this team. Um, Andy Reid in the playoffs is somebody that I also don't want to bet against and just kind of being able to find holes in general, right? Like, like that's what this team typically does. Uh, eight of his last 10 playoff games uh, in general, Patrick Mahomes is over this number as well. But you go back and just look at this Buffalo Bills defense, and I am going against the grain here. Buffalo has absolutely been dominant against quarterbacks. You go back to, you know, to last week, they gave up 229 yards. Before that, 173 against the Dolphins, 209, 215, 134. So you got to go back all the way to week 14. But none of those quarterbacks are Patrick Mahomes. So give me give me Patrick Mahomes uh, over his passing yards here. I, I just think that he continues to get it done. I'm not sure if they win the game. Um, I think I would kind of lean that way, especially with Patrick Mahomes being a dog. But um, these are the, the, the environments that he kind of thrives in. This reminds yeah. me a lot, you know, of Joel Embiid when he's playing against the quotes just came out about him playing against Giannis or Steph or a Jokic on the opposite side, right? Patrick Mahomes being a dog on the road, going into your house, I still think he has a big game. Give me Patrick Mahomes over his passing yards, 252 and a half. Yeah, look, I mean, Patrick Mahomes is, uh, I don't know how, how many words to put, but I mean, he's just an incredible player to watch for lack of better words, right? I mean, in his young career, what, already two uh, Super Bowl rings. Um, the guy's a dog. And even with the lack of weapons now, at least this season, the last season, like they still find a way to get it done with Patrick Mahomes. And the Chiefs haven't really been talked about as much like this season as the years past, right? I know the whole thing with, I know we joke about it with Taylor Swift being at the games, things like that with Travis Kelsey, but this team, I mean, when they made their Super Bowl one, obviously with Tyree Kill and, and the weapons that they did have, I think like this season, maybe it's just fatigue that people are tired of talking about uh, the chiefs and Patrick Mahomes, but Patrick Mahomes is still Patrick Mahomes. Like he finds ways to get it done. He, he can improvise and he'll find those receivers. And you, and you talked about last week, right? We went back to uh, old reliable Travis Kelsey, but it just feels like that, you know, some teams just have some teams numbers and maybe the chiefs just have the bills number. I think there's no shame in that. I mean, Chris, we see it in basketball all the time, right? That some teams just have a team's numbers, and maybe that's the case with the Chiefs and the Bills. So I, I couldn't talk you off with Patrick Mahomes. I don't know whether and all that is uh, uh, implications in this game as well, but I, I, I think it's difficult for me as well to take an under with Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Rod, any thoughts on uh, Mahomes here? Literally, the weather, I think, is the only thing that could slow him down. And and for yeah. Patrick Mahomes, I mean, the, the thing about Patrick Mahomes is that he wants to make the plays when it's called upon. Like I, that, I know every quarterback does, but like you can see every single down that he's always like every time they, they put a camera on him, he's always just looking to the next play, looking to the next, like there's no quit in that guy. And it shows up on the stat sheet. Now, has he been frustrated this season quite a bit? Absolutely. I mean, this yeah. chiefs team, obviously they're not home this week. So that proves to you that they've had their share of struggles this year, but the fact that they're still cooking and they're still in the playoffs proves to you that Patrick Mahomes and that team uh, can rally around any shortcomings that they have. Yeah, 100%. Uh, Rod, take us over to player problem number two, my friend. What do you got? All right. So this may not be a popular take because I know there's a lot of Sam Laporta truthers out there, but uh, I'm going to take an under for once. Uh, I'm going to take Sam Laporta's under on his receiving yards. 39 and a half is the number set right now. For Sam Laporte, this is a minus 115. It's it's juiced a little, but 39 and a half 
he did not get there at all against the Rams. He had three catches on three targets for 14 yards against the Rams. They, so they pretty much abandoned him. I mean, Jared Goff was doing Jared Goff things, but they basically abandoned uh, Sam Laporta, and, and he was probably covered pretty well, too. Uh, the week before that, he had 29 yards against Minnesota. He did have 84 against Dallas, but 18 against Minnesota, uh, 23 against Chicago, 19 against Chicago again. I mean, as much as we remember, right, Sam Laporta's great, fantastic outings, there, I mean, he has had some ones that are less than favorable. So um, this week alone, I, I think we're in for another one of those. Uh, if, if I were to ask you guys how many uh, receiving yards uh, Dallas Goddard got last week against uh, the Buccaneers defense, would you say it's under this number or would you say it's over this number? I'll answer that for you. It's under this number. 21 yards Dallas Goddard got against uh, this this Buccaneers defense. 11 yards between, or actually 16 yards, the entire Panthers uh, tight end positional group got against them. So, I mean, I know Juwan Johnson kind of tagged him up a little bit, and, and so did Evan Ingram. But I'm just saying right now that this, this Tampa defense is actually a lot rougher than it was. Over the last three games, Tampa's been a, a, a bad pass defense. 248.1 uh, yards per game passing for opponents against Tampa Bay. But the last three, 168. I mean, they've tightened up when it counts. Yeah. And of course, last week, they stomped all over uh, Jalen. I mean, look, Jalen Hurts got 250 against them, but that's Jalen Hurts. Like, you would yeah. think he would be able to tag them up. He didn't. So, yeah, I'm just saying, I think it's going to be a tough road. It's not going to be necessarily as uh, fruitful for, for Laporta than maybe some of these other, like Armand Ross St. Brown and Reynolds, even for that matter. So um, Laporta will get some. I just don't know that he's going to get to 40 yards. Well, this segues beautifully right into my next player prop here, and I'll, and, uh, and I'll, and I'll segue here. So I'm taking Armand St. Brown over on his 91 and a half receiving yards. And this goes back to the regular season on the prop guys. And we talked about it a lot, and especially I did when just taking the number one wide receivers for the opposing team against the Buccaneers to go over on their receiving yards. And it, I'll just kind of quickly go through the numbers, you know, what they've given up to wide receivers this season. Um, have the um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, defense. So let's go back to that game against the Houston Texans. And, I, and I'll start at that as a, uh, as a starting point um, for the yardage that they've allowed. So in that game, both Noah Brown, and um, Nico Collins went for 100 plus receiving yards in that game. 153 for Noah Brown. Uh, Nico Collins uh, was, don't see, I, I know he was over 100 too because it was both of those guys. AJ Brown during the regular season, 131. DJ Moore, 10, uh, 104. Uh, Calvin Ridley had 90 receiving yards against his team as well. So, there's been more times than not where they've given up 100 and plus receiving uh, yards to these wide receivers. And if you just take a look at what Amaran St. Brown has done over the past several weeks, not only in the playoff game last week, but going back to the regular season as well. Last week against the LA Rams, seven receptions, nine targets, 110 receiving yards. Let's go back to the regular season. I'll quickly read this off over the last um, four weeks, 112 receiving yards, 106 receiving yards. 90 receiving yards fell short by two yards there. And then he had 144 against the Minnesota Vikings. I know there are weapons on this Detroit Lions passing offense, but if they're going to take away Sam Laporta, where Titans haven't had that success, like Rod mentioned, 
I think the beneficiary of that is going to be Amar Ryan St. Brown. And the reason I love backing him, because number one, he's a targets machine. He had 164 targets during the regular season, 119 receptions, and he, fifth, and he finished just above 1,500 receiving yards for this Detroit Lions offense, averaging close to 95 receiving yards per game. So if you're giving me uh, Amar Ryan St. Brown anything under 100, I'm going to take that. I'm going to ladder this up as well. I'm around say Brown over 91 and a half receiving yards for this game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers here. Um, Chris thoughts on both of those. If you have any. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> I think Rob made a great case. A bunch of stats to back back that under. Um, and um, I'm on, I'm on, uh, I'm around say Brown with you as well. You know, like you said, anything, under, anything under hundred is like you said, it's just, he's just a target machine. You also see him make the big plays, right? When the yep. game was on the line last week, it was Amara St. Brown. You can tell that this is who Jared Goff trusts, you know, the most. So definitely expect him to be able to exploit this defense again. Not to say that the Bucs won't key in on that, but it kind of goes back to what we talked about last week, right? When 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 you when you are the number one and the opponents know you're the number one, they still got to stop you, right? It doesn't, it doesn't matter if you know what's coming if you can't stop it, right? So uh, so yeah, you know, if I'm I'm right there with you on uh, on Amarase Brown as well. I got another player prop, but I'm definitely on uh, Amarase Brown with you also. All right, before we continue the conversation here for the NFL Divisional Round and our player props, let me tell you guys about Cut. Cut is a peer-to-peer social betting platform that's U.S.-based and available in 40 states. Peer-to-peer social betting is a new and better way to bet. Bet directly against your friends or other users on sports, politics, pop culture, and other events with verifiable outcomes. Tons of fun social features that give it a feel of a betting social network. Cut offers lower VIG and fully customizable odds that create your own bets. Cut handles the payment side of things so you don't have to chase anyone down for money. Social features include group chats, betting leaderboards, head-to-head history, user user profiles, fan uh, groups, and much more. They also have a rewards program. You can get cash back every single time you bet against your friends or other users. Reminder that Cut is the peer-to-peer social betting platform that's U.S.-based and legal in 40 states. Head to Cut.com, that's K-U-T-T.com, and use promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. Again, that's Cut.com, K-U-T-T.com for that 10% uh, deposit bonus. And we're also brought to you by Prize Picks. Price picks is the most fun I had this season, whether it's been in the NBA, whether it's in the NFL. Um, and it's, it's, it's so simple, right? All you got to do with Price Picks is you select two or more players, pick more or less on their projected stats, and place your entry. And that's pretty much it. With basketball season officially here, we're in the swing of it with not only uh, the NBA, but also college basketball. You can now pick combo projection, projections across football and basketball from the special leagues tab. A league that's been specifically created for combo projections that includes two or more players from different sports or for leagues. So for example, this weekend, you want to get down on LeBron and Travis Kelsey at a 10.5 combo of three-pointers made by LeBron and receptions by Travis Kelsey. Well, you can do that over on Price Picks. Price Picks even offers a reboot policy so that your entries stay in play, even if one of your players gets injured. For football and basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half or does not return the second, that player is rebooted. Price Picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy. PrizePix even offers weekly promotions that can lead to big payouts like Taco Tuesday. Each Tuesday, PrizePix discounts select uh, player projections up to 25% to provide even more value. So all you got to do is go to prizepix.com slash SGPN and use promo code SGPN for a first deposit match 
up to $100. You guys know I just gave out the Amaran Say Brown. I'm going to go higher on that. But stay tuned at the end of this episode. Uh, Rod, myself, and Chris, we're going to put together a prize picks entry for the divisional round game. So go to prizepicks.com slash SGPN and use that promo code SGPN for a 100% uh, for a $100 deposit um, on your first deposit up to $100, but only using that promo code SGPN. Again, prizepicks.com slash SGPN. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. All right, gentlemen, let's keep it rolling here. Uh, round three of our player props here. Uh, Chris, why don't you lose off this time? So we're, we're doing the pairing, man. I'm either going to look really, really right or I'm going to look really, really wrong. And I'll come back on the show with a clown nose on uh, next week. But I already talked about Mahomes. <laughs> I can't talk about Mahomes without talking about Kelsey, right? This is a guy that put money in my pocket last week. I mean, if you've been backing him in the playoffs in general, he continues to put money in your pocket. And I'm looking at his receptions. It is a little bit juice. Um, I think you could, you could, you know, uh, buy up and, and take the six and a half as well. Uh, so, you know, for him to have seven receptions. But I'm over. His, I'm on his over five and a half receptions here. Uh, like I said, a little juice at minus 140. Typically, that's about a cutoff for me. Um, but it's it's pretty simple, man. This dude is the the you know if 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 Patrick Mahomes is the car, Travis Kelsey is the gas, right? Like they they go hand in hand. Eight of his na- last nine. Uh, playoff games from a longevity standpoint, he's had at least six receptions, including, uh, you know, 10 targets and seven receptions last week in that in that game when we all kind of thought that, you know, uh, Taylor Swift would have an impact. He said, whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait. No, she does not. Right. I, we, we're going to get married and we're going to do all that stuff, but I'm going to catch these passes and we're going to win this championship and go deep into the playoffs first. Right. And we saw him show up in a big way last week. I think that continues this week. Uh, three straight games versus Buffalo. He's had double-digit targets uh, with at least six receptions, six receptions as well. Um, and when you know when the rubber hit the road, that's when Pat, that's when Patrick Mahomes was going with the ball. So this one's pretty easy to me. I'm gonna ride, you know, I'll be on Kelsey until he, uh, you know, disappoints me or until he loses. Uh, but I, I can't, I can't look away from Kelsey in this spot. Travis Kelsey over five and a half receptions in this spot for me, fellas. I mean, I, I'm not. I can't argue against Travis Kelsey. Uh, like you mentioned, it's. When you have those quarterbacks and whether it's a tight end or a wide receiver that just kind of have that rapport and chemistry, uh, I think Mahomes and Travis Kelsey are definitely at that top of that list. You know, we talk about Brady and Gronk. Um, right there is uh, Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes. You take the two career games for Travis Kelsey uh, in the playoffs against the Bills. He's gone well above this uh, receptions um, uh, prop bet. Eight receptions, nine targets last year. The year before that, 13 for 15. And like you mentioned, uh, Chris, he just gets it done in the playoffs. So no argument for me uh, on um, Travis Kelsey. Your thoughts? Uh, uh, sorry, Rod, any thoughts on Travis Kelsey? 
it's that time of season. It, it's Kelsey season, right? I mean, if, if these guys want to advance, they have to. And we talked about it last week, Chris. They have to lean on on the superstars that are there. And we saw it last week. I mean, whatever whatever was ailing Kelsey for the most part of the season, right? It, he shed that and and came out big last week. And and that's the kind of player he is. So you can never discount uh, a performance like that any week, let alone in the playoffs. Yeah, look, I mean, look, when we talk about guys that have success in the playoffs, you know, especially quarterbacks, like they have that one reliable guy. We talked about Trump, Tom Brady, Gronk, Julian Edelman. I think you're probably throwing that conversation as well for Tom Brady. And again, a lot of like, if you want to go further back, to, you know, Rod, you're familiar with it, right? Steve Young, John Montana, they all had their guys that, you know, they went to. And Peyton Manning, I think, you know, Dallas Clark, you know, I think that's another great example of, for these quarterbacks that have that rapport with a receiver or a tight end. So, yeah, uh, can't talk about uh, Kelsey uh, uh, props, um, especially against the Bills here. All right, uh, Rod, take us over to your next player problem, man. What do you got? So I did start out by making this one an under, but I'm taking more into consideration the weather. I just saw a picture of how Buffalo looks right now, and I'm like, "Mm, maybe I should go the over on this one, and that's James Cook. Over 14 and a half rushing attempts. That's minus 115. I was going to go under because I I was thinking that this would probably be more of a kind of aerial show between Allen and Mahomes where the running game could almost get completely ignored, but I don't know that you can really ignore James Cook. And and listen, uh, last week against Pittsburgh, he had 18 carries. Now, granted, I know that that game, you know, was a little more out of hand and they were putting the ball in Cook's hands a little bit more uh, in that game as well. But, um, you know, the week before that was 13 carries against Miami, but 16, 20, 25, uh, 10 against Kansas City the last time they met in a 2017 game. Uh, but of course, like I said, the weather wasn't necessarily a factor in that one, but 16, 17, I mean, he's had 237 carries this season. He's, he's one of the major factors of why this team is able to, to throw the ball with effectiveness, because as we've heard every announcer say, you have to be able to establish the run if you want to have a good passing game. So James cook has been able to do that against them. And then you look at what the chiefs have done so far uh, against running backs. I mean, Mostert and and uh, and Achan only got 14 against them the last time they met, and then Eckler only had 10. So I mean, they've been tough against him. But Joe Mixon touched him up for 21 carries. Uh, Zamir White had 22 carries against them. So they've they've given up their fair share of carries to running backs this season. In fact, uh, 25 rushing attempts per game uh, Kansas City has allowed this season. 26.7 over the last three. So uh, again, they're a team that that teams will try to run on. And again, when you got a guy like James Cook, who's who's sort of the spark plug of the running game, then you got to feed him. And I think 14 is pretty low number. So I think he can get there. I think he can get to 15 uh, for sure. Like I said, I was, I was on the under because I thought, meh. but of course, if this game is cold and it does start to turn into a, a kind of a ground attack type of a game, because you know, receivers can't catch the ball because it's too cold, then give me cook with a couple more carries and I'll get him to 15. Yeah, I think that, again, James Cook is going to be pivotal in this game against the Kansas City Chiefs. I know, you know, we talked about it, how improved this defense is this season and how they're not really been talked about. But he did have 18 last week against the Pittsburgh Steelers. And prior to that, against the Patriots, 16. And then he had 20 uh, each in the game against, at minimum, I should say, against the Chargers and the um, Dallas Cowboys. So if there does get to a point where the Bills do have the lead in that fourth quarter and they're trying to ice the game, I think that's where, honestly, the... um the rush attempts will add up 
uh, for James Cook. So yeah, I can definitely get behind this. Right? Any thought? Sorry, uh, Chris. Any thoughts on uh, James Cook for this weekend? Yeah, I think the other thing is you you just want to neutralize uh, you know that Kansas City offense. You want them to stay on the sideline as much as possible. So how do you do that? You you run the ball to keep uh, you know this is this this reminds me a lot of you know some of the high flying matchups earlier this season where both teams were like, oh yeah, we gotta you know we we gotta run the ball a little bit more in this spot to keep the to, the other quarterback the opposing quarterback on the sideline. So it makes it makes a lot of sense. I'm pretty sure that'll be a part of the recipe uh, for for them to be successful this week. Yeah, again, it's going to be a big game. This is a huge, huge game for the Buffalo Bills. Uh, uh, so definitely they're going to need everything they can get. Uh, Chris, you already gave out your third one, right? Yep. Okay. Yes, sir. All right, so let me, yeah, let me give, yeah, let me give out my third one here. I'm surprised we haven't talked about this team yet. I mean, I'm surprised Rod hasn't gone to his team either, but I'll do it here. I'm looking at Christian McCaffrey, man. I I, I got to back him in some way here. Um, I think it's going to be on his receiving yards in this game. Um, it's at 31 and a half, and this number has pretty much stayed consistent throughout the season. And then Christian McCaffrey has been actually crushing this number uh, all throughout the season, especially when I have been backing it. So uh, he's an ace in my book for sure. But um, you go up against this Packers team, I think defensively uh, this team um, does have some uh, holes in it, especially through the passing uh, game, and especially defending the um, running back position through the air. But it's kind of going through the numbers for uh, Christian McCaffrey through the air. He's had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven different games this season where he did get over this projection of 31 and a half. When you take a look at the Green Bay Packers uh, this season, at least through the air, uh, they were allowing an average of uh, about only 28 yards through the air to the, um, uh, sorry, to the running back position. But we've seen this throughout the season for the San Francisco 49ers. And I'm sure Rod can expand this on this as well, is that they do get very creative on how to get Christian McCaffrey involved in the offense and not just run the football. And I've seen it multiple times. I've watched the San Francisco 49ers on offense that either it's a screen press that's going to Christian McCaffrey or even uh, pass down the field where he could get this in one catch. And I've seen that numerous times this season. So um, I'm looking at Christian McCaffrey. I'm going to go take the over 31 and a half receiving yards on Christian McCaffrey here against the uh, Green Bay Packers in their game this weekend here. Rod, uh, thoughts on TMC? So I, I kind of made a little remark. I was actually on uh, Sirius XM the other day, which I gave everybody a shout out. So hopefully you guys were uh, able to to listen. But I was telling uh, uh, Howard Bender, I said, listen, it, whatever McCaffrey's numbers are, just take the over. Like he wanted a sneaky prop pick. And I was just like, take the overs. And I know that, that McCaffrey's numbers at 92 and a half for rushing. But look, you have to get McCaffrey going in this game. You absolutely yep. cannot let the Packers feel like they're in this for any length of time and the way to do that is to get McCaffrey going and and you're right Munaf setting up those screens with Kittle as a lead block I mean I, I don't know that Kittle's going to catch too many passes because I think he's going to be blocking his ass off and to be honest with you I think he doesn't want it any other way I think he wants to be in the trenches and having a good time putting people on their asses this this uh this game so um for me this begins and ends with McCaffrey because as McCaffrey gets comfortable in this game that lets Brock Purdy get more comfortable in this game. Yeah. And and we know that Brock Purdy, when he's comfortable, is accurate. He is confident, and, and there's just no stopping him. So I think the key to do that is to get McCaffrey going, like you said, and, and to get him going in the passing game makes even Brock Purdy look better in the end. So, yeah, give me McCaffrey. I'm all over this over. In fact, I, I like his rushing yards. I know it'll be tough uh, because Green Bay is pretty tough against the run. 
Um, but still, it's McCaffrey. It's a different level of, of player right now. Chris, any thoughts on CMC? Green Bay is also uh, a bigger dog than they were against uh, the Dallas Cowgirls last week as well. So that that, that shows you how tough it's going to be. Um, yeah, I mean, at this point, you know, we we can name the show the Propcast uh, McCaffrey show because we we've all cast so many times. Yeah. On the mic. There's no way I can talk you off of this guy. I, it doesn't really matter who the matchup is. Like you, you expect the ball to be fed to him, and I think Rob Rod kind of hit the nail on the head. It, it, him, McCaffrey, uh, you know, playing well opens the opens everything up, takes all the pressure, and alleviates so much for you know Brock Purdy in this spot. So. Um, I like, you know, I like McCaffrey, however it is that you like to play him. I couldn't talk you off the, the receiving yards here, you know. All right. Before we get over to some honorable mentions here, then our touchdown scores uh, for this weekend's divisional round games. Uh, let me tell everyone about Hall of Fame bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame bets, a sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA and soccer bet. With historical stats and data, enter any parlay ID into Hall of Fame Bet's revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bet's to capture more intelligent data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bet's app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first one today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bet's. And... The SGPN merch store is 15% off of everything in the store up until the end of this month of January by using promo code playoffs. Hey, look, we're competing against the other shows. I know the propcast uh, has a lot of uh, guys and girls that also listen to the show. Do us a favor. Go to the merch store. Pick out pick out something that you do like, whether it's from the NASCAR gambling podcast, whether it's the NFL gambling podcast, NBA uh f1 old-fashioned football whatever the case might be maybe it's not a show but there's some other great t-shirts that we do have on the merch uh store there as well but make sure you use that promo code playoffs screenshot us send us uh, your uh purchase there and then we'll definitely shout you guys out on the podcast here but again if you want to help out the network uh go to the merch store you can get 15 percent off of everything in the store uh by using promo code playoffs all right gentlemen uh any honorable mentions here chris i'll start with you yeah, I did have one. Uh, honorable mention for me is who? Who did I have? I had um, man, come back to me, man. If I, I can't, I, I don't think I wrote it down, but it just okay. sense in my head. I wanted to share what it was. Um, I didn't have anything just yet. I would maybe. I think that going back to what you mentioned, uh, Rod about CJ Stroud, that if he obviously if his offense is going to have success, it's going to have to be with Nico Collins, and I know he's been playing his ass off. Uh, over the past uh, couple games here against the Colts at the end of the regular season, obviously last week as well. Maybe not the yardage, but I know that CJ Stroud is definitely a look towards um, uh, Nico Collins in this game. That number has now been adjusted to six and a half uh, for his uh, receptions. I'm not comfortable with that number, but if you're able to find um, some lower VIG on his five and a half receptions, I can definitely see that for him. Um, and also throw out one more. I think the San Francisco 49ers is definitely a step up to the task in this game. And again, Aaron Jones under on his rushing yards is a way that I would look here as well. I think that if they do get behind early, that that Jordan Love is going to have to throw the football uh, in this game. You may not get any, many rush attempts from um, Aaron Jones in this game. So those are the couple that I did want to throw out here. Uh, Rod, did you have any? 
Yeah. So, you know, lo I love me some defensive stats uh, and defensive props. So I, I like Chris Jones to get a sack in this game. His uh, he's actually at over a quarter of a sack, right? So this isn't even yeah. like over a half a sack. This is a quarter. All he's got to do is just get a half a sack in this one. Uh, and that's plus 135 for that. He had a half a sack last week. He had a sack in each of his three previous games, including he had 10 and a half sacks on the season. Chris Jones finds a way to get home. Now, the only difficult thing is that, you know, look, uh, Josh Allen is not one to, to get sacked a lot. He got sacked twice last week, but he got sacked three times against Miami and then only once in those three previous games. But Kansas City did get to him three times in their last outing. And if this is going to be cold and if this is going to be a game where, you know, we're going to be in the trenches, I, I think that uh, it's going to lead to maybe Josh Allen getting sacked a couple more times uh, than, than he would normally get sacked. So I do like this, this sack number at a quarter of a sack, because again, all he's got to do is get a half a sack and, and he's done that in his last four outings. So give me Chris Jones over a half a sack. All right, Chris, were you able to dig that up? Honorable mention. Yeah. I, I'm not sure why I had a name. Uh, well, why, why I had a mind uh, fart like that, but I, I think I do know why, because it's a guy that I typically don't bet on. And that's for shot white. Um, you know, I know you've looked towards his passing, his, his receiving yards, but I yeah. actually like his rush attempts in this spot. I think we get a buy low spot. The number's 14 and a half. It's, it's a little juice as well, but I think the 15 and a half is probably right on point. So I don't know if I would take that. 14 and a half for Rashad White, though. I just think when, you know, we, we, when, we, when we think about uh, a quarterback being led by uh, a team being led by Baker Mayfield, a quarterback, we, even though he's been a little bit more reliable, to me, it has to be a mix of, you know, running the ball and uh, passing the ball. And, you know, just going back and looking at Rashad White's game logs, this, they, they're feeding him the ball, right? Like, they, yeah. I think, you know, looking at – he had 18 carries last week against, uh, I think, uh, you know, uh, a similar uh, top-level rush defense. Philly defense has been good against the rush, uh, better than uh, against the rush than they were against the pass. Um, so he, you know, he he was able to go over in that game. Uh, I think, you know, looking at Detroit, I've been playing team totals, uh, team uh, posing running backs to go under their their rushing prop throughout the season. But I think he can get there. 18 uh, carries last week, 19 carries the week before against Carolina, 20 against Jacksonville, 21 against Green Bay, 25 against uh, Atlanta, 20 against Carolina. So you know, six of his last seven, he's actually going over this number. And um, I think if you want to neutralize Detroit's offense. You do have to be able to run the ball, and I think I think Detroit. I, well, I think uh, you know Tampa Bay should be able to do so. So, uh, honorable mention for me, Rashad White over fourteen and a half rush attempts here in this game. All right, uh, all right. Let's get into our best bets here, gentlemen, and then we'll put together our prize picks entry before we wrap it up here. So, uh, Rod, why don't you lead off best bet for this weekend? I'm going to go ahead and give out CJ Stroud over uh, a touchdown and a half. So to at least get two touchdowns, I do really love the plus money side of this because again, he's going to have to be slinging it. And so I think that's, uh, that's where we're going to get all of our, our scores from. If you're, if you're the Texans, there we go. Best bet for Rod CJ Stroud over one and a half passing touchdowns. Uh, Chris best bet. We're going back to uh Taylor. I mean, Travis Kelsey. over five and a half, <laughs> over five and a half receptions here, man. Travis is not going to, uh, go out without a fight, and I do think his quarterback will be looking for him. So give me Travis Kelsey over his five and a half receptions here. All right, uh, and the best bet for me, I am going to go with Amaran St. Brown over 91 and a half receiving yards. Um, you mentioned it when we uh, broke down the handicaps. So if you want the full handicap, go ahead uh, and listen to that. But that's going to be my best bet, Amaran St. Brown over 91 and a half receiving yards. 
All right, gentlemen, let's put together our prize picks entry for the divisional round. Um, uh, I guess let's just do our best bets because, again, we're the most confident in those um, projections here. So, again, go to pricepicks.com if you haven't already. Uh, use our promo code SGPN. You'll get a first deposit bonus of up to $100 if you use our promo code SGPN. All right. Um, so let's see if I can find uh Amarant St. Brown. Uh let's see here. Uh Brown is at you know what? I'm gonna get a little spicy with it. I'm gonna take the they have the little fox, so I don't, I don't know if that's a little fox, but it's up to 119 and a half. I think this is gonna be a big game for him. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take that up to 119 and a half for uh Amarant St. Brown. Legacy game for him, you know. Okay, I like it. Yeah, yeah, let's get a little spicy this weekend. I mean, we had a lot of success. Uh, like, well, you guys did at least la- last week. Let's carry that momentum into this price picks here. So, um, Chris, you had the receptions to go over, right, for um, Travis Kelsey? Yes, sir, over five and a half. All right, let's see here. So they have it at six here, but I, I definitely do think that he is going to get um, – I think it's going to be a big uh, Kelsey game, especially, again, like, the, like, like we mentioned, he's had a lot of playoff success. Uh, against the Bills and overall just in his career as well in the playoffs. And we already talked about the the, the rapport and the chemistry that both of those guys have in um, uh, Patrick Mahomes and um, Travis Kelsey. So we'll go with that. And hey, look, we got another, it's a demon. I think that's what it's classified as on price pick. So CJ Stroud, his more than one and a half passing touchdowns is a, a little demon there as well. So we got two demons on the board here. Um, we're going to go more on that. So this turns into a seven X payout. If all, Oh, sorry. Now it turns into 12 and a half, excuse me, uh, on the power play. If all three of these hit. So CJ Stroud, more than one and a half passing touchdowns. Amaran St. Brown, more than 119 and a half receiving yards. And Mr. Uh, Travis Kelsey, more than six receptions. That hundred dollar entry will get you a return of $1,250. If all that comes into fruition this weekend for the divisional round. Gentlemen, that is going to wrap it up for this edition of the NFL prop cast for the divisional round. Our player props will be getting into conference championship last week. And then before we know the super bowl is going to be here. Went 3-0 last week on our best bets. Hopefully, we can repeat that same success this weekend. But, uh, Rod, any parting words for our wonderful listeners? Just uh, follow me on X at RJ Gomez. You can find everything going on uh, there. NASCAR Gambling Podcast going strong. F1 Gambling Podcast uh, has got some odds dropped. And we're going to hit some Formula E here pretty soon. So, uh, yeah, lots of good stuff happening in that motorsports world. If you're in Rod's area and you see that there is no more red paint, uh, it is because he's probably uh, dowsing himself, getting ready for the game for the 49ers and the Packers this weekend. Chris, anything else, my man, before we get out of here? Rod, just that low is just dumping it all over top of his head. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm doing right after this. I love it. I love it. Best of luck to your 49ers this week, right? And to your uh, to your Houston Texans as well. You know, we yeah, we, we, we already you know just at home chilling. We got chips and dip and salsa and hot wings and all that good stuff. But yeah, man, you know, enjoy enjoy playoff football. Uh, bet responsibly, of course. Definitely check me out over on Twitter or X at Crispy Cap and Two Piece Two Ends. Enjoy the weekend as well. 
And we'll be back next week, like uh, as you know, if already mentioned. Definitely give us a thumbs up and uh, you know subscribe to the channel if you guys haven't already. Leave us a good review over there as well. Five star, five star. Yes, sir. Echoing everything Chris just said there. If you haven't already left us a rating and review, please go ahead and uh, do so. All right, we'll be back next week for the conference championship player props. Um, Till then, enjoy the games like Chris said this weekend. Good luck to the 49ers. Good luck to my Texans. And we'll see what transpires on Monday morning. Uh, We'll talk to you guys next week. Enjoy the weekend. Let's break these books off and let it ride.